Hi, Amy Carroll here with another Partner in Action story. This body of work is based on the communication model, Predator, Prey, or Partner, and it was developed by my sister, Pat Kirkland. You can find out more about Pat and the model at patkirklandleadership.com. I'm here with my brother, Kevin Carroll. You should know this. There's seven kids in our family, and three of us are communication coaches. And Kevin is, as well as communication coach, trainer, and keynote speaker, he's also, on the side, he creates games. Very, very fun, cool games. So um, he's a great guy to have at a party. So welcome, Kev. Thanks for coming to talk to me. Absolutely. Happy to be here. So, Kevin, I know you also work with this model of Predator Prey Partner, and you live it in your lives with your family. So I'm curious to hear, what is the story that you're going to share today? Sure. Thanks, Aim. Uh, so it was interesting. I, I find that when I'm running a training session, the most interesting conversations happen at the end of the day when yep. the class is over, True. and somebody comes up to you and says, hey, do you got just a couple of extra minutes? So that happened to me one day, and I said to the guy, sure. I said, what's up? And he said, well, I've got a situation. I just wanted to run by you and get your thoughts. He said, I'm supposed to go on a golf outing in a couple weeks, uh, a weekend golf outing. And I got a call. Uh, my friend left me a voice message last night. And he said that he couldn't make it, but he, um, he was going to have Carl, this guy Carl, go in his place. And I, and I said, yeah, okay, so what's wrong with that? He said, well, I hate this guy, Carl. <laughs> I mean, I hate this guy. And I'm really ticked at my friend. Because he knows I hate this guy. So here's my problem. He said, I have two choices the way I look at it. I go and have, like, the worst time of my life, right. which would really tick me off. I'm gonna, it's going to cost me a couple thousand dollars. Or my other option is I call my friend and say, okay, I, you know, I'm not going. And I lose my $1,000 deposit that I've already spent. Yeah. So those, those are the choices he saw. Now, because I have no emotional involvement whatsoever in it, it's easy for me to look at it a certain way. Yeah. Uh, it always is when you don't have the emotional involvement. <laughs> and I, you know, a book that I've often quote is Getting Past No uh, by William Urey. And it's all about going from confrontation to cooperation. And in there, Urey talks about a very powerful concept, and that is to do the opposite of what you want to do or what feels right to you. So if you have somebody who's a uh, not treating you the right way, yeah. And you feel like you don't want to treat them the right way. He suggests, no, look at your adversary as your partner. Okay. And, um, and so I suggested to this guy, I said, well, let me throw something out. Here's a third option. And I said, clearly, I don't have any money involved in it. I don't know this guy, Carl. But why don't you call your friend and say, hey, I tell you what, I'm sorry you can't make it. But I have no problem if Carl goes. In fact, you know, I don't know Carl all that well. And even tell your friend, put, put me in Carl's golf cart. I want to drive around with Carl to get to know him better. Well, as, I, as I'm telling this guy this, he's about to, you know, he's gagging on the thought of, of saying anything possibly nice about Carl or doing that. And I said, but, you know, just give it a try. What do you have to lose? You know, $2,000. <laughs> um, so that was the last I thought of it or so, you know, because we had, we had said our goodbyes. And then a few months later, I was back at that company. Yeah. And I was walking down the hallway, and I bumped into this guy. He goes, hey, you remember me? And he looked a little familiar. He said, I'm the guy who came up to you after the class. Mm -hmm. And I was, uh, I'm the guy who had that golf situation. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever happened to that? He said, well, very interesting. He said, I called my friend up. Uh, after we had spoke, and I said, hey, you know what? I'm sorry you can't make it, but I tell you what. I look forward to going. I don't know Carl all that well, 
put me in Carl's golf court. I'll get to know him, and, and we'll make a good weekend out of so it. So pretty much what you recommended, yeah, he did it. exactly. Okay. Now, now, good for him, because a lot of times you give people advice, and they, they just can't change their behavior. So right. his friend said, his friend, you know, he said, my friend said to me, seriously? He goes, yeah, you know, you know, what the heck? I don't know Carl, so yeah, I'd like to get to know him better, and I'm sorry you can't make it. And his friend again said, no, are, you, are you serious? He goes, yeah. And then he said, my friend said to me, dude, I was only kidding you. <laughs> I would never do that to you. I know you can't stand this guy, Carl. Come on, I wouldn't do that to you. He said, well, you know, I decided to kind of go with what I had already said to him. I said, oh, okay. I mean, all right, if Carl can't make it, that's fine. But I would have liked to have gotten to know him. Uh, but if you can go, that's great, too. You know, so, so whatever. And he said, Kevin, and here's the really interesting thing. About two weeks after that, I'm at a party. And who happens to be in the party? Not only my, my friend, but I see Carl across the room. Oh, jeez. Absolutely. And he said, and here's the amazing moment. Carl walks across the room, comes up to me, shakes my hand, goes, hey, how are you? Hey, you know, how are things? And, and all of a sudden, I saw an entirely different Carl than I had ever saw huh. before. And he said, and the only thing I can think of is that maybe the word got back to Carl that I was really looking for, even though I wasn't. Right. But maybe I was really looking forward to going with Carl. So, the re you know, he really felt as though there was something to looking at your adversaries as partner and taking on those partner behaviors your t yourself, as difficult as that is. Yeah. You know, and, and when I'm teaching a program, I really call it, you know, it's, we can call it communication skills, or, we, or I say it's a class in human physics. And by that, I mean if you change one dynamic, the dynamic around you is bound to change. So great. that's the story I wanted to share. Oh, Kevin, that's great. And also what I heard in the story was you were recommending to him very, very concrete behaviors. A lot of times people think, oh, I just have to act like I like the person better. Well, put it that thinking into action of, of the sitting in the cart and engaging with him in a positive way. Um, yeah, right. Or a lot of times people say, well, I just have to think positively about the person. Well, that doesn't get you much. You really have to, as you're saying, act positively. Yeah. So it's it's those behaviors that really make the difference. And it's those behaviors that the other person pings off of, and therefore they act differently. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say that it's been so true in my life as well when I've gotten my ego out of the way and I've been able to do that. And you're not even a good golfer. <laughs> Well, Kev, thanks for stopping in. And if you want to know more about what Kevin does, check him out at kevincarroll.com. And that's C-A-R-R-O-L-L. -L. All right, thanks for listening, and check in next time for another Partner in Action story. Thanks, Amy. Cheers. <laughs>